0: Yo, how is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Who will be the Bears' starting quarterback in 2020? Will there be a different starter in Week 1 than there is in Week 17? Did they mess up by not drafting a quarterback in the 2020 NFL Draft? Today, we answer those questions and many more when we look at the quarterbacks in the first episode of our positional review segment on the Bears' In the uh, on Beard Down channel, I am your host Chris Malpe, and today I am joined with my co-hosts Parshaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys?
1: What's so
2: up, boys? Decent, decent. What's up? What's up?
0: And we are also joined with a special guest today, the editor in chief from BearDown Down.com. Welcome to the show, Justin Chu. Hey, how are you guys? We're doing good. You know, it's a uh, it's a seventy degree day in uh, in Illinois. I don't think anyone can really complain about that. uh, Yeah, not too
3: much, right?
0: (laughs) No. Let's get right into it, though. So the Bears currently have three quarterbacks signed to the roster. Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, Tyler Bray. We're going to be breaking down all three of these players, more specifically two of them, uh, pretty in-depth. So let's just get right into it. So, Trubisky's entering his fourth season after being the second overall pick in the 2017 NFL Draft. He obviously was a Pro Bowler in 2018 during the season where the Bears went 12-4, made the playoffs, we don't have to talk about how that one ended, but he uh, arguably regressed, as did the entire offense outside of basically Allen Robinson in 2019. Mitchell dislocated his shoulder last year during Week 4, but he ended up throwing for 300, 3,138 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. So, Parth, I'm going to go to you first. But heading into 2020, where do you stand as far as Trubisky goes?
1: Um, questionable, I'll put it with that. You know, we all expected Trubisky to make this big jump into year four. but then, I mean, year three, my bad. But then uh, I think the first three games, first two games, he started out slow against Green Bay and Denver and then that third game against uh, the Washington games. he had a huge yeah he had a huge spark and then he got hurt literally like the first or second play against the Vikings in the fourth week which and then we all know how he just never got back to being himself Nagy never let him run the ball himself and the offense itself was the same um, I don't know how much we blame Trubisky for that but I think he deserves some blame if not most of the blame and it's questionable, especially having him going to year four and just all these uncertainty around his health and just how he will perform.
0: Yeah. I mean obviously we're gonna talk about the quarterback competition later, but the inconsistencies return for Trubisky in twenty nineteen. You know, I've been pretty vocal about my opinions on him. I I was really backing Mitch heading into the twenty nineteen season. Similar to a lot of people, I really expected that jump. I think it's good that you brought that up, Parth. And we didn't really see that, and I don't think we can entirely blame it on Trubisky. I think you can also partially blame it on Matt Nagy and the offensive play calling, also a little bit on the offensive line. That was obviously inconsistent as well. But Trubisky definitely would probably take the biggest chunk of that blame for me personally. But Justin, I'm going to pass it to you because I know you've, you've had some pretty strong stances on Trubisky, and I'm sure everyone wants to hear your thoughts on it. So what are your thoughts on Trubisky heading into this year?
3: Um, I mean, there's a lot to be optimistic for. um, And obviously, there's a lot to caution there as well. Um, I think one thing, you know, this might just be a general blanket statement for teams across the league. But one thing that you see with really good quarterback play um, is the fact that there is like some sort of consistency now. Yeah. Um, When I look at Mitchell Trubisky, I like to think about it kind of how, like, we saw Jared Goff. Like, obviously, with a really, really strong, high-powered offense that they had in the seasons beforehand and consistencies across the offensive line, like, it was like a really big breath of fresh air when we saw, like, the Rams play. And similarly so, like, in 2018, that's kind of what the Bears showed. Um, like you had consistency across the offensive line, you had an offensive coordinator and a head coach that really catered to Mitchell Trubisky's strength. Now, at the end of the 2018 season, there was like a lot of talk about like, who's going to be the person that's going to figure out like the Chicago offense. And I mean, the same can be said for a lot of teams across the league. And I think what really happened is the fact that like, the play calling got a lot more conservative because Matt Nagy kind of got like derailed by that idea thinking that like oh no like they're going to figure me out like they're going to figure this offense uh-huh. out and we're really going to be nothing um and i mean couple that kind of with the fact that offense like offensive weapons were just really not healthy last year i mean Kyle Long is kind of the uh, the poster child for that um yeah. and obviously like he served chicago well like in his playing time but i think that when there is more of a solidification of offensive starters as well as Getting that game plan together, I think there's a lot to be optimistic for. Um, And obviously, bringing Nick Foles in will hopefully push that competition further. Um, And, I mean, hopefully we end up getting the best year. Uh, I know that they didn't pick up that fifth-year option. So, like, I mean, we'll see where he ends up in two seasons. But I think that there is a lot to be optimistic for with um, things going forward.
0: I absolutely agree with you as far as there being no consistency as far as the health goes in 2019 as far as the offense goes. You know, Taylor Gabriel was out with some nagging concussions for a while. Trey Burden, obviously, we saw, was down for a while. And as far as that fifth-year option goes, that's something we'll get to later. The Bears haven't made a decision on that yet. Uh, NFL executives around the league believe that they won't pick it up. Adam Schefter believes that they won't pick it up. So there's a there's a pretty good vision on where they're going for that. Uh, Jalen, you're someone who's backed Trubisky in the past. Justin just said a lot about how he can get better if the offense can stay healthy and get consistent. And you also got to consider that the defense wasn't as, as deep as they were in 2018 last season. So what do you think about Trubisky heading into his fourth year in the league?
2: <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> excuse me so i know he didn't have his best season last year he started off really slow and i put so, i don't put some of that most of that blame on him uh because you know Nagy did sit most of the starters so i feel like that was uh, one of the huge reasons why the offense started off slow in general uh, none of the starters played in preseason yeah um so i feel like if you know we, we traded for foes and folks can come in and help from competition um, or, and if he, you know, if Trubisky starts off slow, then he can he, he can replace Mitchell. Uh, I definitely feel like Mitchell's our starting quarterback. Um, I don't know if, if Pace is going to, what Pace is going to do with that fifth year option, which is something we're going to talk about later in the episode. But if if Mitchell can return to half of what he was in 2018 and stay consistent, then I feel like we, we, we're definitely going to be that 2018, definitely, especially with all the acquisitions we made on defense this year.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think the team has made it. Potently known to Mitch that the leash for him is short. He doesn't have much leeway heading into this year, and that's why they have brought in the next quarterback that we're going to be talking about, Nick Foles, the Super Bowl 52 champion and MVP, comes to Chicago on a very revised contract. You know, he originally signed a four-year contract worth $88 million with the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2019 coming off a Super Bowl win. In week one of the 2019 season, Foles breaks his left clavicle in the first game, he could never get it back together. I mean, I think you guys can all realize as athletes, when you go down yeah. for that long, it's a little bit hard to, to come back and immediately be, be good. And Foles was benched for Gardner Minshew. He did have 736 passing yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions in 2019. I think he can still uh, light light a spark under, under a team with as good of talent as the Bears have. And the Bears ended up trading a compensatory fourth-round 2020 draft pick in exchange for Foles. So we've had about a month or so to process this move. Justin, I'm going to go back to you. What were your thoughts on this when it when it did happen? And uh, what do you think about Foles moving forward as far as this QB competition goes? Well, I think that,
3: like, the Foles pickup was definitely unexpected, um, and especially, like, the Chicago Bears picking him up. Um, just because, you know, Foles is like – given his track record he's really good at coming in and winning big games like that's not a question um however that being said um i think it does raise like a very interesting um look forward as to what the bears want to do and i think that that like look forward is just the whole idea of uncertainty um like we've seen nick Foles in the past uh kind of, like, captain the helm of teams before. Like, we saw it in Kansas City. We saw it in the, uh, with the St. Louis Rams at that time. Um, and then we obviously got to see it in Jacksonville. Now, like, who knows? Like, this is a fresh start for him, so I guess we'll see, and we're just going to have to wait on that. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's really premature as of now to write Mitchell Trubisky off as, like, the... 2020 um, starting quarterback moving forward. But I think it should raise like a very interesting competition uh, just because like they're both accomplished quarterbacks one way or another. And at the end of the day, you know, they're both playing in the NFL. And so whoever, I guess it comes down to whoever wants it more and whoever the offense feels like they can build, build around.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you look at Foles, his, his career highlights and accolades are not short of impressive. A 2013 pro bowler, in 2013, he was he was he had the NFL record for seven passing touchdowns in a game. He tied that. He's the NFL passer rating leader in 2013. He completed 25 consecutive passes in a game in 2017. As Justin said, he's been able to take over for some teams before, but I don't think any of those teams match up to the Bears. You know, we look at the Jaguars right now, trying to move on from Leonard Fournette. Yannick Ngakwe wants out. They got rid of Calais Campbell, Jalen Ramsey's gone, A.J. Boye's gone. You look at the Eagles in 2017 and 2018, they had a pretty good roster. I think it stacks up to the Bears' roster now. The Chiefs weren't much of anything in 2016, and the St. Louis Rams definitely weren't much of anything in 2015. But Parth, I'm going to pass it to you now. Uh, You're you're Trubisky Nation on Instagram. You have a fan page with Mitch with over 20,000 followers. So I just want to know what your thoughts were when they when they acquired Foles and what you think about him moving forward.
1: Um, I was surprised that we got Nick Foles. I wasn't surprised that we got a quarterback. I, mean, I think we, there was a lot of rumors going around about Teddy Bridgewater at the time as well. So I wasn't surprised that we picked up a quarterback, but I was surprised it was Nick Foles. Um, see, in my opinion, Nick Foles, if we're going to talk about inconsistencies, Nick Foles is just as inconsistent as Mitchell Trubisky. Nick Foles has had his high points in his careers, and he's just had his, he's had his low points as well. He's also injury prone. That's another thing to keep in mind. But he's also a big time player. When it needs to be step up, when he needs to step up, he steps up. So Nick Foles is another guy who, just like Trubisky, it's uncertain. I don't know what's going to happen with him, or I don't know how it's all going to turn out in 2020 with Nick Foles either.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a really good conversation that can be had there, and we're going to talk about it later in the show. Nick Foles' uh, career, some more career uh, accolades for him: 62% completion percentage throughout his career. 72 touchdowns, 35 interceptions, almost 12,000 passing yards with an 89.2 passer rating. That is via NFL.com. Jalen, you've had some pretty strong stances as well when it comes to Nick Foles, but obviously the Bears were looking at many quarterbacks in free agency. You know, they met with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Names are swirling like Derek Carr, but we know that they reached out to the Bengals about uh Andy Dalton we know that they might have reached out to the Panthers about Cam Noon at some point his medical record was a little bit shaky what did you think about picking up Foles based on his
2: familiarity with this offensive scheme I did not like this move at all especially giving up a fourth round pick something Pace has hit on multiple times during his tenure with the Bears um I feel like if we were going to trade for a quarterback you know of course Cam Noon was out there but it came out that you know there was scared about his injury but even injured or injured or not Nick Foles has been injured multiple times as well so if you want to get a quarterback that you feel like can potentially replace Mitch get the better quarterback and we probably could have got Cam for less because no teams were really interested in him and they actually ended up releasing him at the end so I was I was very mad about this this uh this acquisition. I'm not a big fan of Foles. He's only really good on the Eagles. You know he went off to multiple teams and not had as much success as he had on, uh, on the Eagles. So I don't I don't know why Pace made this move, but I will see how it works out at the end of the day.
0: I mean I mentioned the familiarity earlier. You have to think in an off season where things could get really weird based on this coronavirus and whenever whenever it ends up peaking and, and collapsing and stuff like that that Foles may have an upper hand as far as getting to know this offense goes. You know, he was with Matt Nagy in Kansas City. He's been with John DiFilippo in multiple stints, the quarterback coach for the Bears. He's been with Bill Lazor when uh, Bill Lazor was the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2012-2014. to So in an offseason where things could get weird, that is a very interesting one. But now we've got some questions to ask. I mean, obviously, we don't really need to go into much discussion about Tyler Bray. He's a seven-year NFL veteran, has been with Nagy and Andy Reid throughout his career, someone who knows the offense, and still can help teach Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky this offense as we continue to move towards the 2020 season. But my first question for you guys, I've got a couple of them for you. Justin, I'm going to start with you. Adam Schefter said during the NFL draft that Trubisky's fifth-year option is looking like it's going to be about twenty-four to twenty-five million dollars. Do you think that's something the Bears should pick up? I mean, it's going to come
3: down to the level of quarterback play. I think this year, um, obviously, once they come out of training camp, whether or not that happens or not, uh, what whoever comes out is like the starter um i think is going to have a large bearing on that uh i mean that much can be said pretty confidently um and as of right now with uncertainty as to who is going to start i mean like i've seen enough things about how oh like the writing's on the wall um like mitch's time is over um there's no shortage of just uncertainty with that however that being said i think that if mitch kind of finds his footing and returns back to his 2018 form then i think we can see um, hopefully uh, that extension come through. And obviously I would not pay him in the top tier as what uh, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson are most likely going to take within the next coming um, year or in the next two seasons, but I would still pay him enough that, you know, if he plays well enough and proves his worth, then sure, like keep him in Chicago. I mean, he already proved it in 2018 and 2019 is obviously um, kind of a setback, but who knows? It's, it's so up in the air.
0: I think it really depends on how this training camp ends up playing out when it comes down to it. You know, I definitely think Mitch isn't a quarterback that's going to go and earn twenty-four to $25 million. And with that decision needing to be made in, I think, the next six days, uh, I think they decline it personally. Um, I think, as you said, if he does come out and play well, earns the job, uh, returns to that 2018 form, maybe a little bit more consistent than he was in 2018. Obviously, he was a Pro Bowl replacement for Matt Ryan. I don't know if, if that counts or not. I would say it probably counts as a pro bowler. But he was a pro bowl alternate. I think the consistency issues weren't as bad in that year. The defense was also really dominant. I expect the defense to be more towards that 2018 form this year. I think um, if Mitch can turn it around, I think he, he does get an extension, but I don't think he, uh, he gets that fifth-year option picked up. Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. Earlier this week when we had uh, I think it was J.J. Stankovitz on the show. No, 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 it was Aaron Lemming. uh, About two weeks ago, we asked the same question and he questioned you when you said that the Bears should pick up his fifth-year option. Do you still Mm -hmm. believe that they should pick that up?
2: Yes, definitely. Um, I know that's like a whole lot of money to be playing for somebody who you're you know, are question marks around them being our future quarterback. But if he like I said, I have strong belief that Mitchell can return to his twenty eighteen self, especially uh he's coming back healthy. Um he he went on chase Daniel show and he you know his shoulders is hundred percent recovered. I feel like th- this could definitely be our, our future quarterback down the road. Now if he if we don't pick it up and he ends up having a good season you know he goes into free agency and get paid by a quarter a quarterback needy team but if he does if he does have a season i project he will have and we pick up the fifth year option we won't have to worry about his contract until after the 2021 season yeah so i definitely feel like we should pick up his his fifth year yeah i know it's a lot of money trust me i do but i feel like i said i definitely feel like he could be our starting quarterback parth
0: what do you think should the bears pick up that option
2: I'm going to say no. And like, this
1: is kind of like going back to that Kyle Fuller time. You know, like the Bears didn't pick up Fuller's option. That doesn't mean he's not going to return after the. We can definitely pay Trubisky the 100 million quarterback if he wants, if he steps up to that level. I just don't think he's there to earn that $24, $25 million per year contract right now. But if he does play well this next upcoming season, then I'm willing to pay him that 100 million four year deal if he, if it comes down to that. But right now, no.
0: Yeah, one nice thing about Nick Foles' contract is he's able to opt out after 2021 mm-hmm. and 2022 if he would like to. He's supposed to be here until 2023, and you know I w- I will say I think Mitch would really have to step up to the plate in order to earn that in order to earn that contract that you're talking about. But uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this plays out in training camp. We all we have really have to wait until the summer to see how this all plays out. Justin, I'm going to go back to you now. We talked about training camp. I think it's finally time to ask this question. Who do you think wins the quarterback competition this summer? And I also want to add a little bit of a twist on that question. Who do you think wins it if training camp happens? And who do you think wins it if it's shortened due to this virus? I think in
3: both scenarios, Mitchell Trubisky is going to come on top, um, come out on top uh, in comparison to Nick Foles um, because right now it's his job to lose. Um, Obviously with Matt Nagy's offensive scheme, he's already well versed in it and he understands it. And while Nick Foles might have um, some sort of familiarity with it, like this is a new team for him. So um, I think it really is Mitchell Trubisky's uh, job to lose. And generally with quarterback evaluations, I feel like they go a few weeks within the season um, and then reassess and see who's going to move forward. I mean, obviously like, Related, semi-unrelated. When you know, back in whatever 2012, I think it was. Like, it took Alex uh, Alex Smith a couple weeks, um, yeah, and an injury to prove that Colin Kaepernick was going to start, and he ended up taking him to a Super Bowl. So, um, I think it's really going to come down to how the first few weeks play out. Um, as of now, I think Mitchell Trubisky wins that quarterback job.
0: Yeah, it's a really interesting situation. Uh, you did say that that uh, Mitch knows Nagy's system a little bit. And I think something that plays to Foles' advantage is that Bill Lazor's coming in. He's going to redesign the offense to a certain extent. And Foles should be pretty familiar with that end of it. Uh, and he's already familiar with John DeFilippo. I just think personally, as far as the in-house, uh, just as far as the front office, everyone in-house goes, I think more people are prone to Foles. Uh, there were some reports at the end of last year that some members, some high-up members gave up on Mitch. I really think it's going to be an even head-to-head competition at the end of the day, but I'm going to pick Foles um, slightly. I, I, I do think Mitchell put up a good fight. I, I really think you can't doubt Trubisky. He's been clutching moments. He stepped up to the plate. He says and does all the right things. He works harder than, than arguably anyone on the team. I will say it will be a little bit tough if this virus does continue to creep towards the season and we do start on time because obviously Trubisky has the chemistry with all the receivers right now. I know Allen Robinson has reached out to Nick Foles, but but sending a text doesn't doesn't mean that there's automatically chemistry. Yeah. Um, Jalen, what do you think? Who's going to win the quarterback competition? I
2: mean, we've talked about this multiple times on a lot of our shows. That I I, I said I said before, I feel like Mitchell's our starter. There's I don't Nick Foles is not up to Mitchell's. Quarterback play like he's Mitchell's a way better pros, uh, way better quarterback. At the end of the day, yes, Foles probably has a, he's more accurate down the field, but especially for this pandemic stuff, if we don't have training camp or OTRs or stuff like that, Mitchell already has a familiarity familiarity with the receivers. I still can't say that word. He right. know he knows all the receivers. He, the only thing, only real way I can see Foles being the starter is like if Mitchell gets hurt again, like. In, in uh like during the middle of the season. That's uh-huh. the only real reason I could see Foles being the starter.
0: Okay, Barth. Who do you think starts uh who do you think starts or wins the quarterback competition, whether or whether or not that this virus continues?
1: I'm gonna say Trubisky as well. I've been pretty quiet about who I've had. I've been like you know, playing both sides, you know, I've shown Nick Foles my love, I've shown Trubisky my love. But at the end of the day, I, I feel like Trubisky just has the much higher ups upside if we look at it. Nick Foles' best year is like Trubisky's 2018 season. Um and we all know that's Trubisky's best season so far. But I think Trubisky can grow a lot more than we actually expect. The the thing is, can he do it? Can he step up to the plate? We don't know. But I feel like if he can do it, then it, it would just be better for us Bears fans, especially because that means we have the quarterback for the future. He's still young, and he can still play 10-plus years while Nick Foles is getting up there in age. So Trubisky winning the job not only helps us helps the Bears for now, it also helps the Bears secure a quarterback for the future.
0: I think I absolutely agree with you uh, that the best-case situation is that Trubisky balls out, Foles is sure. gone after 2021, and Mitch is the guy down the road. He gets that extension. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I will say... One thing that I like a lot about Foles is if you look at the other organizations he's with, uh, no one except for Philadelphia in 2017 and 2018 and even 2012 and to 2014 has had a talent that the Bears, I think, have here. Uh, you meant I think Jalen mentioned Foles uh, not being as athletic as Mitch. I absolutely agree. Mitch is great with his legs. But, you know, I think if, if the blocking can hold up, Foles will be able to hit the guys in the hands, and we'll see how it ends up playing out. Um, Justin, I'm going to ask you, we got a couple more questions here, but regardless of who starts week one, do you think we see the same player starting week 17?
3: No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, you would hope so. Uh, and this goes back to the whole consistency thing. Like you would definitely hope that, um, the starters in week one are starting in 27, uh, in week 17, sorry. Um, But the big question comes down to like injuries, like unforeseen injuries um, and like positional changes that occur throughout the season. So honestly, given the Bears track record, I would say definitely not.
0: Yeah, I'm also going to say no on that one. Uh, Obviously you hope that players can stay healthy. We've seen Bears quarterbacks get hurt in the past. Mitch with the dislocated shoulder. I remember Cutler back in 2012 when he broke his thumb, by the way, shout-out to Cutler. He just got divorced. <laughs> but shout-out to Jake Cutler. What yeah, is that a shout-out? Yeah. <laughs> Hope he's doing well. But um, we, we've seen Bears quarterbacks get injured in the past. This offensive line maybe improved a little bit in the offseason, but I'm still very weary about it. Hopefully we can pick up a free agent. But I'm going to say no. I don't think we see the same players starting week one as we do. Week 17, uh, no matter what that means. Um, Jalen, do you think – we see the same starter week one as we do week 17?
2: Oh, so I have like two parts to this question. If it's Foles, if Foles gets the week one start, no. But if it's Trubisky, yes. Um, this O-line, I'm still, you know, kind of nervous about this O-line. We didn't draft any offensive guards early. So, yes, I'm, st- I'm still kind of nervous about that. But um, if, if Mitchell can can play, like I know he can play, you know, stay healthy, then I can definitely see him start in Week 17. But if it's Foles, I feel like him just being, like, inconsistent as a quarterback, yes, Mitchell is inconsistent as well, but he's older. If if this line doesn't hold up and Foles gets hurt because he's not as athletic as Mitchell is, I could definitely see Mitchell get the start uh, after Week 1, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Parth, what do you think? Do we see the same starter in the first week as we do the
1: last? I'm gonna say exactly what Jalen. I was gonna say exactly what Jalen was saying. I, I just feel like Nick Foles has that injury-prone track record, and so does Trubisky. Trubisky has gotten hurt the last couple of years, more, but more I don't think years, he's. Yeah. It's not as been like, long of an injury. It's like definitely not a broken
0: left clavicle.
1: Yeah, so I, I, just feel like if Nick Foles gets hurt, uh, I think Trubisky will be the starter for the rest of the season. If Trubisky gets hurt, I, I, I don't see him getting hurt this year, honestly. Personally, I feel like he's got. Too much to lose. I mean, his, basically his NFL career could be on the line after this season.
0: No, it quite definitely is, depending on how this training camp plays out. If he if he performs poorly, he could really be out of a job or just be a backup the rest of his career. And I'm sure if he does leave Chicago, he's going to want a fair shot somewhere else. Uh, let's leave the starters and stuff aside. Justin, I'm going to start with you. Obviously, we know Foles has been able to come in and, and, and save some seasons and win a freaking Super Bowl in Super Bowl 52. Do you think, regardless of who starts, that we have enough quarterback talent if someone goes down, to make a playoff run in twenty twenty?
3: I think that we do. Um, I think that with a lot of the key pieces uh, locked down on defense, um, like there's enough talent and enough firepower. I think this year to really make a run. Um, obviously that was said in the 2019 season as well, but with, um, so many players going down. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the whole injury bug last year, like it was really difficult to, um, to kind of make any sort of cohesive effort to move forward. However, I think that with a year of lessened success, um, kind of in, in the rear view mirror now, I think that they have everything they need to kind of push forward and say, like, this is what we did wrong last year. Let's move forward. Let's learn from it and um, make a pretty deep run.
0: Uh huh. I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with you there. Um, I think either Mitch or Foles, whoever it is in 2020 who's the backup, can easily step in and win us some games. You know, they've both proven that they can win games. Foles, especially, has proven so off the bench. I think Foles could win games as a starter. I think Mitch can win games as a starter. I think both of them could do it as a backup. Uh, I do think we have the, enough talent to make a playoff run in 2020. You know, Justin mentioned the defense following this NFL draft. I think it's looking real good with Travis Gibson. We get a rotational edge rusher. We got a cornerback, too, in uh, Jalen Johnson out of Utah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Kindleville-Door. You know, uh, he can move to strong safety. He can play outside. He could be someone who's literally competing for the job in the slot. I'm not even kidding, depending on how Buster Skrine is. Uh, they've got Deion Bush, someone who they seem pretty confident with and on the offensive ball, on the offensive side of the ball, they pick up their speedy wide receiver and Darnell Mooney in the fifth round four three eight forty. I think the depth is there. I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with you, Justin Jalen. I'm going to pass it on to you. Do you think there is enough quarterback talent and depth overall on this roster to make a 2020 playoff run?
2: Definitely, full, not false. Full, uh, Pacers came into this offseason trying to fill mostly all the needs that was on this roster. Um, you know, he retained uh, Danny Trevathan because who knew if we were going to get him or Nick back. Uh, he drafted a cornerback, too. We drafted a tight end. Um, he went to free agency and got uh, some offensive line help so I definitely feel like you know this this roster is good enough to make a playoff push especially with the schedule we're playing on we're playing on a third place schedule compared to last season when we were on a first place schedule so the points um aren't gonna be as good as we who we had to play last year um so I definitely feel like you know this team could, could make a playoff push hopefully uh you know we, we could actually win a playoff game this year instead of you know.
0: yeah you also have to consider that there's an expanded playoff field in 2020. Yeah. 7 teams make the playoffs from each side. There's going to be 3 wild card teams rather than 2. So Parth, mm-hmm. do you think the Bears have enough quarterback talent and depth on this team to make a playoff run in 2020?
1: For sure. I feel like it's it's It'd be stupid to count the Bears out this year. I've been seeing a lot of, uh, what's it called, power rankings from ESPN and Bleacher Report have the Bears doing worse in lines, actually, and it's been quite surprising to see all the disrespect. I just feel like there's a lot of hunger on the team, especially what went down last year. I feel like the Bears were just never able to find their identity last year, and just going into this offseason, I feel like the Bears will find their identity, get their things right, and I think the Bears will make a pretty strong run if not one of the it's, it's going to just be a great season after all. I feel like we can make a deep run in the playoffs. Not just yeah. Make the playoffs. I mean, when you look at, at
0: the word hungry, you said, as far as uh, the quarterbacks go, I mean, Foles went down, got benched for a rookie, picked in the sixth round. I mean, he's coming here now. He's probably in a better situation than he was in, in Jacksonville. A little bit worse of a contract, but I, I'm I'm sure he's definitely hungry and wants to play and prove to the people that he still can play. And as far as Mitch goes, you got to assume that he's hungry too. The Bears are bringing in someone that can possibly take his job. And just in general, Maggie with the culture that he has, uh, it's a really hungry culture. It's all about winning. We've heard that when Prince Amukamara and Pat Scales came on the show. Okay, I got one more question for you guys. Uh, we're all going to grade the quarterback position, just give it a, a general grade. I'm going to start first. I'm going to give it a B minus, you know. Uh, I think the upside is there. I think the depth is there. Uh, it's not incredible. It's not going to blow you out of the water, but I think it's sufficient enough with this defense to win games. Foles, I look at someone who's more of a game manager, can make all the throws, do the simple things right that Mitch sometimes struggles on. Mitch, I, I look, he's more of an athlete, is a little bit more inconsistent, but can do things with his legs. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the quarterback position plays out, but I'm going to grade it a B-. Um Justin, what would you grade the quarterback position?
3: Yeah, uh, I think that I would give it right around a B, a B Um, minus. Just strictly going off of, like, experiential, um, you know, like, information that we have around the two quarterbacks. uh, We've seen them at their highest, and we have seen them at their lowest. Um, So I I think I'd agree with you right there. It'd be at, like, a B or a B minus rating. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Jalen, what would you grade uh, the quarterback position in Chicago?
2: I'm, I'm gonna give it a C. Um, both Foles and and uh, both Foles and Trubisky, you know, they they've both had great moments in the NFL. Um, Trubisky's made a Pro Bowl in the second season. Foles has won a Super Bowl and won MVP of this of that Super Bowl, and they've all had their low moments. You know, Foles getting hurt last year, getting benched. Mitchell after last season, so. Whoever is the starter, I feel like is definitely going to be hungry to to prove the, you know the NFL doubters wrong. Um, but I'm I'm gonna give it a see here. You know, very it's very average. Um, we don't it's really no not a superstar. It's not a Patrick Rome, not a Deshaun Watson. So you can't really rely on the quarterback to, to win games for us. No, we, it just, is most just, definitely
0: it is most definitely not the 2019 MVP Lamar Jackson. But it is hopefully whoever's leading the team going to be someone who is hungry and is in the hunt. Uh, Parth. What would you grade the quarterback position? You probably have the best uh, – ref- you're probably the best reference to grade is considering you, you've cared about quarterbacks ever since you came on this platform.
1: I'm going to say a C+. Plus. Um, I just feel like the upside is there. It's just we don't know if they – it's like we don't know if they can step up to it. Both guys have a great chance to lead the team. But like I just feel like both guys might also ruin their chance to lead the team. So the upside's there. We just got to be patient and see if it works out. I hope it does. We all need it to work out. We haven't had a great quarterback in Chicago in a very long time, if not ever. So let's just hope we can finally get one guy to stick in there for a while.
0: I really hope we can get someone to stick in there for a while. And that's pretty much going to cap it off for our first episode of uh, Positional Reviews. We're going to be doing this for every position. This will be coming out every week. On either a Tuesday or a Thursday, Justin's going to be joining us for this series, so we are very excited to have him. If you want to find more content from us, please do us a favor. Head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're putting out a ton of good content on there, and we'll continue to keep it up. You can find the links to all of our Bears fan pages on Instagram down in the description, and you can also follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, at Down. Guys, any last words?
1: Stay safe. Um... Uh... Starting to rain here now. I just heard it thunder. <laughs> <so. laughs>
2: yes, yeah, stay, stay safe. Um, I, I haven't been through that. It really don't rain a lot in Arizona, so I'm just enjoying my beautiful weather while still doing schoolwork <laughs> for the next months.
0: Absolutely. Justin, any any last words, man?
3: Yeah, just take care. Stay safe. Everything that the other guy said.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's pretty much it. Hopefully it doesn't start raining too bad here in suburban Chicago. But that'll pretty much do it for this one, guys. As always, Chicago, stay safe and bear down. Peace.